hot hot days hello this is i'm just sharing with shonda i'm shonda (laughs) and this is my ninth episode um we're moving up there we're moving up we're moving up that's all i have to say and i'm happy (laughs) i'm always happy i always say that like every day every time i record i'm like i'm happy i'm happy in moments and this is a good moment that's all but hello um i just wanted to share today was just a very hot day crazy crazy um i went out so yesterday i decided to pack on my day to yesterday and do everything that i had to do and then today would just be like small relaxing day i would say sort of i did go out I put gas in my car to be ready for tomorrow, and then I uh, got my car washed. Crazy, I went to the car wash in White Marsh. It's a huge car wash place, and it's it's great. It's just $16 for gold. And then they have like memberships at this place where it's like $39 a month. I didn't sign up for it. Like you can just go in there and get a wash. It's pretty nice. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty nice. But um, I shouldn't complain about $16. I usually go to the one where I work, but it's Rural Farms, and they have a car wash there. And there, it like starts off at $9 for the basic. And I want to say that their premium is like $14. So it's crazy. I'm not going to drive. I, I drove around looking for a car wash that's like Rural Farms car wash. I passed the one that was um, in BP uh, or BP gas station and they don't have the little things that like, like move around in those places. And I felt ripped off when I, when I went to one of those. I'm like, nothing's happening around my car. I'm just getting sprayed like soap and water in my car. How is this? Like... A wash if I don't see those things those little um, you know those things that just <laughs> around the car and I, I was like I'm duped I felt duped and I passed those I saw BP and I was like well they don't have those then I'll go to like two different rural farms the big ones and no car wash it's just a whole big thing rural farms like how do you not have a car wash with this amount of space it just doesn't make any sense rural farms so I ended up going to that car wash place, and it was really nice. I mean, it was it was cool. I, I like the smell through car washes. Like, you just smell a little soap, and it just smells so nice. I didn't get to wash or clean the inside of my car. I'm telling you, there's really nothing on the inside of my car. Like, nothing. I have, like, a little small vacuum cleaner that I got off of Amazon, and I have wipes that I got from uh, AutoZone. Um, and I wiped inside of there. Uh, it happened like probably like two weeks ago, I want to say, and it still looks pretty nice. I don't know if I had, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have OCD. Um, <laughs> um, it's just, I don't know. It's, I don't have anything in my car and it's just weird. I hate the little grass that just stays. I'm like, oh gosh. And it's such a difference when you just shake it out. You're just like, oh wow, like it looks way better when there's no like small little grasses like on the mat of my floor. So like it's really, 
really really cool but I don't I'm not gonna say that I have that <laughs> um I don't I, I should get evaluated or something but uh I'm okay it's good <laughs> it's good um so what I wanted to talk about today in think piece is just tough conversations um I felt like I, I feel like I might have like a breakthrough um I think it was like my sixth episode in I guess uh just talking about tough conversations that, that needs to be had in relationships um, with family members. But there is a certain relationship that I feel like it, I'm going to mend um, or it feels like I can help her understand like what I've been going through and what I was going through at the time. Um, part of the organization that I was a part of, uh, I had a mentor, a uh, teacher, um, and she saw things for me. She saw things for me and my sister. And I think it was mostly me because I was like the close one um, to uh, becoming baptized. I swear I will have a backstory to this sooner or later. I think once I have the conversation with her, then I'll definitely um, open up and talk a little bit more about it. But um, just uh, I would say she felt... See, this is the, this is what I don't know until I have the conversation. But what I think that she felt was that she um, failed uh, in a way with me uh, because I was so close, but I was also still trying to figure out life. And I guess it just wasn't in my heart to go that pathway. And I never let her understand um, why. Now, she had like an idea because it was just this one time when I was dealing with my ex and I was living with him that um, on a drunk night, I felt like, well, not too drunk. I was tipsy, but you know how alcohol just gives you a little boost of confidence that I ended up like calling her and explaining to her at the time I was living a double life. And uh, it's one reason why. So that was one, but my main, main reason I did not get to tell her and I didn't understand why until a couple days ago that um, I was just around the store and just having a conversation with myself and processing because I was reading um, This Hair Flesh by co-author Riley. Um, and the points that she made in this book, in the chapter that I read, was just completely on point. Um, and then I listened to a podcast called Lovers and Friends um, by Shan Boudran. And she just recently had a episode with her husband and her two friends. Um, and the episode is called What It Really Takes to Get in the Mood at the Same Time Feet Elaine Wel Welteroth and Jonathan Singletary. Sorry if I butchered the name, but that whole podcast um, is how I finally like, like just came to the conclusion and not the only one that related to that is everything that I want to say to her bits and pieces. But what I plan on doing is just putting my words together. I did go into my phone and make a voice memo. <laughs> I'm getting into voice memos because I never, ever did it before. Like usually I go into my notes and just type it down. Um, and that's it. But now it's a voice memo because it is a lot to say. So um, I'm going to go in that 
to my voice memo and then listen back to that episode and just take my points across because I really want her to understand that it was just tough and what I thought a relationship was going to be or how a relationship should have been um, was going to be like, you know, successful, I guess. Like, I just thought of or this path that I was going to go on, that it was going to be a successful path and what everybody else saw me doing. And I thought it was in my heart at the time, but it was just very difficult to tell her that. So when I have to relate it back because like mostly with me breaking barriers or going through a breakthrough with customers, I have those tough conversations and it's very uncomfortable. Sometimes like when it comes to um, like somebody who just had a death in their family and they want to, you know, do some switches and they want to get everything canceled. And usually because I'm the manager, it I, I can get into accounts and just see what everything that I have to do. Um, but when it comes to some people wanting to keep accounts and work certain things out, I was like, I, it's just impossible. Um, I mean, you can keep it the way how it is, but this is what will happen and so forth and so forth. Um, but even those, like even with, if I have to like transition into employees, when they're not performing the way how I want to, um, I've had a tough conversation with one employee who's not there anymore of just when I say something, it's not that it goes, it's just like, yeah, I have a certain rule and I need for you to follow that. So like I had a rule and this is where the fold four came out. And um, I said that this fold four is only allowed to be on new lines, not upgrades, because these phones are expensive. They, I want it to be worth your while, also the customer's while. And uh, he came in late and then decided to sell the phone on upgrade and upgrades uh it's the minimum like we it's upgrades are cool but they're not worth it at all so i was like ticked off i was pissed and like it's hard for me not to express my emotions in front of customers <laughs> it's hard for me not to do that because it's just like we're like what like what my facial expressions, the way how I break and get irritated is, is just customers like, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm like, you know what? And I said to him, I said, why are you selling this on the upgrade when I told you not to? It's, it's fine. It, I got it. I got it. After all the customers left, I like went in the back. I called my district manager at the time and blew up and and he was just already tipped over the mountain. I just wanted him gone at the point. And I, I don't know, that was just like, I was done. We ended up like outside, hot day, and I was yelling at him. I said, oh, and I told my district manager this, I said, all oh, professionalism is out the door everything so when I got to him I'm like why the fuck would you sell a phone that I said don't do like I said why do you think that's okay I said I don't fuck with you I was I was so pissed because I was just like you don't make my job easy and at the time <laughs> sorry at the time it was only like 
three of us. Maybe it was just us two. It was very tough, but I didn't have people. So this was the only person I had to rely on. And um, at the time, I was making my own sales. Um, but with him, he I needed to make sure that his numbers was cool, though. But I was just like, nah, no. I, I was so done with that whole thing I was just like I'm just done I'm done with you I'm done with like like this whole situation we need to get something clear if I set something you need to follow it and it wasn't like just that it was multiple things before and then like that was the same type of situation where I said do this and he did the complete opposite it was so triggering I just don't want to deal with people like that because obviously when I say that they are my paycheck, they are my paycheck. I get paid off of the store numbers right now. Uh, at the time I got paid extra, but numbers still needed to be there. And we didn't have a lot of, um, new lines that came in. So every customer mattered. Every person mattered that I needed to get a new line off of. And I make it make sense. I never jip a customer. I really do make it make sense and how it maximizes their life and also mine. Let me just put that out there because like it, like it's all about integrity and I'm all about integrity and I would never ever want to lead somebody into something that they do not want to do as like customer service on the phone. They make something sound good. They go for it and not really understand all the small details that come in it. Again, I'm very specific with every person. This is what you're going to get and this is what you get out of it. Fine. Okay. So with him, I felt that he was just thinking shysty that uh, like not every customer is an opportunity and I'm just going to take what I can take, which was like an upgrade. And I'm like, bro, I can't be okay with you doing the bare minimum. If you're going to be doing the bare minimum, I don't want you at this store. Um, after, um, he dealt with, like, he was just always like late. And, uh, I want to say with him, he decided to go. Cause I just, you know, I stick, I stick out. I am, I, I, I stick it out. I am like the end, still trying to find the balance between manager and friend, which there is no balance. Um, still there is no balance. So with him full blown, I don't want to work with her anymore because she's giving me a hard time with being late. And I'm like, I send out the schedule in a text. I, you also see your schedule on ADP. Okay. So it's not my fault that you don't prepare the night before and you're supposed to. I always tell my employees that you need to look at your schedule the night before or the night of, or I mean, not the night of, or the, the night before or the day I put, like, it's, it's there. It's up. There's no way that you can't see what time you come in. So that was that. I'm like, that's, that's your fault. Okay. I'm going on a tangent. <laughs> I'm going on a tangent because he was just the worst and I couldn't deal. But that to say, I don't, I, I prepare myself for tough conversations. It is uncomfortable. Um, but I'm all about like criticism. I need to have the, I need to know <clears throat> what I'm doing wrong. You need to, I need to tell you what you're doing wrong. I also need to t point out your wins. Okay. I won't not acknowledge what you have been doing good okay I will do that but I also need to acknowledge what is holding you back what you're struggling with what's holding me back and how we can fix this um 
it's it's tough it is very very tough so like these conversations are they need to be had because we need to un- come to an understanding um and that all leads me to you know outside of work this conversation has to be had i need to have this conversation because i i really want her to understand why I couldn't and why I don't and it it just goes deep and I don't even know if my mom should also be in that conversation but I I definitely want to have a conversation with her separately from it um she knows the basics I think when my mom had something going on and I just felt so emotional for her because I just don't understand the way and the path and how it's okay to be um, isolated. I just know that it's tough being alone. And um, I think that's, that's what I feel that my mom is and that she has her family, of course. But when it just comes to outside friends, there's none. There's lack. Um, and wow, sorry. I just I, I just know that this conversation just needs to be had with my mom and and um, her. So, Yeah. I will keep everybody posted for sure. I I will keep everybody posted for sure. Well, what a time. Um, this uh, I'm gonna move on to random thought. So with random thought, I had um a feeling. Okay, so like I don't like watching people eat. Um, and like when me and my friends, when we like eat at the dinner room table, dining room table, and we're not talking, everybody's either looking at their food, fine, or looking away, looking somewhere else because they're married and they know each other. They're going to look at each other in the eye sometimes here and there or whatever. I don't know. Um, but with me, it's like, you know, I, I, I catch like staring at you. It's just cause I want to like look forward. I don't want to look sideways or the other way. I just want to look forward and you're just in front of me eating. So, um, is it weird that I just want to stare at people as I eat while they eat? Um, it's a, it's a whole thing. It's just not a comfortable thing. And I feel like if, if I'd be like, let's have a, like, a minute of me eating, you eating, and us just staring at each other, I'm pretty sure that you're going to feel a little bit more comfortable with me just looking into your eye. Because then when when we're not and we catch each other, like, just, like, it's a look away, like, really fast. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, it's just a, it's a random thing. Um, now, I know that there's, like, ASMR and watching people eat, but that's on the screen. I'm talking about, like, in person, like, in person. It's, like, uh, I don't know. And I guess I've been so out of the dating thing that I haven't been on a date in a while to watch somebody eat and um, watch somebody eat. Um, it's It's been okay. Like, it's been okay. And I know that that's going to um, be okay. But I don't know. It's just, it's just random. <laughs> it's a random thought for sure. 
Um, let me know if anybody feels this way uh, in the comments or email. Uh, and then what I appreciate is, <laughs> I told my sister this, this is going to be weird, but I was like two-faced. I can't imagine, uh, like, okay, my ex did this and he would like, I was just so irritated. Uh, my ex would live, he, we lived right across the street of where we worked before, right across the street. And any time that he felt that he was late, quote, quote, I'm going to be late. Again, we're right across the street from where we work. He would end up like just leaving <laughs> without brushing his teeth. And it was so weird because like even like he, he used to say like, do I really have bad breath? And I'm like, oh, you know, everybody like, it's not that bad, you know? No, it's just, no, I'm like, yeah, no. So again, yeah, no, he had bad breath. I don't know why I stayed. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man. But um, we have surveys and we still had surveys around that time. And one of those surveys said, rep had bad breath. And he just like, it's a stomach thing. And I'm like, oh gosh, but you could definitely help always having gum. But brushing your teeth in the morning with toothpaste is like huge. It's huge. I don't see how somebody can just go without that. And it's just not, it's not right when you do. And I don't know, he would just leave. And I'm like, we're right across the street. You can take your toothbrush with you, uh, toothpaste with you to go. Um, I just can't, I can't. And then just thinking back at a time when toothpaste just wasn't around. I, that's real love. That is real, real love. <laughs> you could stay with somebody and just like, mm, I love everything about you, even your bad breath. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, interesting, uh, toothpaste, but we always got to appreciate it. You know, dirty mouth, clean it up. Even though that was the gum commercial, but still, toothpaste is the stuff. Um, <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Uh, uh, listen to me on Apple and Spotify. I'm just sharing with Shonda. Um, on YouTube, I'm just sharing with Shonda. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And what else? Email me at I'm just sharing. My mom went blank there, but guys, I'm happy again that this is my ninth episode. I hope everybody has a great day, great week, have a great weekend, and stay cool, man. Stay cool. <laughs> Bye.